0: Hey everyone, I'm Noah Woodward. Welcome to Green Pastures. In this podcast, we dig into God's Word to experience God and find the amazing truth He has placed in His Word. Last week, we wrapped up our discussions on the fruits of the Spirit. And this week, we're starting a new series on the spiritual gifts that we find in 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, and Ephesians 4. I'm really excited to to, uh, share about this topic. So I hope you enjoy this series. Stay tuned for part one. Hey guys, so today we're starting a new series of discussions about spiritual gifts that we find in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, Romans 12, and Ephesians 4. And for this series, I'm breaking it up into three to four episodes and just, um, well, it's kind of flexible seeing how long it's going to take for me to, how many episodes it's going to take for me to uh, get all of it in in 20 minute episodes and uh, so we'll see how that goes and uh, we'll also continue to post these episodes every Saturday at 8 a.m. Um, as I have and for the series we'll each week we'll go into a little more depth as to what the gifts are and what the, each gift does and where the gifts come from and you know who uh, is privileged to be given these gifts, and and much more. So this episode, however, is the intro to the gifts. This is episode one uh, of the spiritual gifts. I'm sorry, part one of spiritual gifts, and it's the intro to the gifts. And in this, I'm going to cover the basics of the spiritual gifts. So we're not going to go in depth in this episode, and I'll try not to give too much information and bog everyone down through the series. I'll try to make it really... Uh, clear and concise and um, yeah it's and there's a lot to talk about concerning the gifts and so the goal for this series is what I want to accomplish is to inform to exhort and to encourage believers to discover their gifts and to use their spiritual gifts as God intended for the benefit of the body of Christ for the church and for his glory. And before I continue, I just want to apologize for the noise, the background noise, if there's any, like the washer I think is going, so i um, sorry for that. And if there's any other background noise, I apologize, but let's continue. So we're talking about spiritual gifts and we find these gifts again in 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, and Ephesians 4. In 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, we find listed as gifts of the spirit, words of wisdom, Words of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, the ability to speak in other tongues or languages, and the interpretation of other languages or tongues. In Romans 12, we Romans 12:6 through 8, we find prophecy and faith again, but also serving, teaching, exhorting, giving, leadership, and mercy. And then in Ephesians 4.11, we find something a little different. We find five, and that that is uh, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And each of these, so each of these scriptures are a little different in the gifts. And in this series, we're going to find out why those are lift, listed and what they all look like. So before we get into what the gifts are and what their purpose is, we first need to establish what the gifts are not. Um, and some people uh, might think of the gifts as um, as like a natural gift. And spiritual gifts aren't the same thing as a talent or a skill. I am naturally good at building things with my hands. Um, I just know how things go together and I can put things together pretty quickly um, I've had experience in a couple of different trades and other manual labor, and I learned it pretty quick. But this isn't a spiritual gift. I also play guitar, and and though I'm not the best by any means, I am you know I consider myself a, a decent guitar player. Uh, this is not a spiritual gift though. Um, some people can sing, some people can dance, others can cook. Um, some people are book smart and can absorb you know, lots of inf- information at once. And others might be better at reading people and connecting with people. And um, so we all have natural gifts and talents. Some we learned and uh, others we, we had from the moment we were born. But these aren't spiritual gifts. These are natural gifts. Spiritual gifts are supernatural they transcend far beyond our natural abilities. So, I just wanna say that so we're on uh, more of the same page. Spiritual gifts are not natural gifts, natural uh, talents, but they are supernatural. So, super, our spiritual gifts are supernatural and they're separate from our natural gifts. We need to use both of them, but, spiritual gifts are, are separate from our natural gifts. So, first I want to cover, I'm going to cover three points. I'm going to cover three points. The first one is the the purpose of the gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12. And these are the, the gifts from the Holy Spirit. These are gifts that The Holy Spirit gives us and it's a way that he uh, manifests himself through us. And again, those are listed as words of wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment of spirits, tongues, uh, interpretation of tongues, service, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership and mercy and and so those are in first corinthians 12 and romans 12 and so in first corinthians 12 uh, verse 1 and verses 4 through 7 is where we find the that they are from the spirit and it says uh, and this is paul writing he says now concerning spiritual gifts brothers i don't want you to be uninformed Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, capital S. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all and everyone. And then this is the important part. This is where we know that it's from the Spirit. He says, To each is given, and to each is, you know, to each person, to each is given, or to each believer, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit, capital S, Spirit for the common good. And he's the common good. He's talking about the common good of the church, and that can be locally, um, uh, specifically whatever church you are a part of, whatever fellowship that you're you're connecting with. Your gifts are, should be used for the uh, good of that church. And let me get into the Greek for a little bit. The the word that Paul uses for common good in the Greek is symphero, And it's actually a combination of two words that are with and carry. And together the words actually mean to bear or bring together. So what this verse is saying is that these gifts are given to each person to help bear the load of the church. Each person has uh, a set of tools in their tool pouch to be used for the benefit in the building up of the church. And if you didn't know, the church has work to do. The church has a responsibility, has a a, um, a command from God. And these gifts are here to help us get it done. And, and so that's the First Corinthians 12 gifts and the Romans 12 gifts. And then I want to get into the gifts in Ephesians 4, and these are a little different. Um, There's only five listed, but these actually have a different purpose than those in 1 Corinthians 12. And they look a little different. So again, these are in Ephesians 4, and verses 11 through 16. And he says, and he gave the apostles, and uh, when he says he, he's talking about Jesus. So, um, Jesus actually gave these gifts to us. The First Corinthians 12 and Romans 12 gifts were given by the Holy Spirit. But Jesus actually gives these five gifts for the church. And so uh, the scripture says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers. And the shepherds just means pastors. That's what pastor means, shepherd Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. And so, uh, that's kind of wordy, and I encourage you to read that, um, even if you're, you don't want to read it while you're listening to this, you can do that, but I encourage you to read it um, so you can actually see it for yourself and read it and, and kind of get a better picture. I know it's, it's wordy, so but let me try to break it down for you. So he lists he lists apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. And again, shepherds just mean pastors. So pastors and teachers. And so the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are given, he says, so that the church will mature. And will be an exact replica of Christ on the earth. He says that they're given so that we may all attain to the unity of the faith. So there's no more of that division that we see in the church. um, uh, And of the knowledge of the Son of God. So we're all on the same page concerning who Jesus is. And and, uh, also, so we attain to mature manhood. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ so he's talking about us growing up spiritually as the church being built up and becoming stronger because christ isn't coming back excuse me for that um, my phone christ isn't coming back for a immature bride the bible talks about the church as the bride of christ as well as the body of christ and many other things But God is, Jesus is coming back for a mature bride, a mature church. And these gifts are given to help the church grow up and mature and become like Christ. And also it says, um, so that we no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. Saying, when we're children, we believe a lot of things. We believe what people say. But as we grow up, we learn how to discern between truth and error, between um, the lies and the truth, and how to not be uh, tricked. And that's what he's saying. And he also says, by speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way. So there's many different ways that the church needs to grow up. up, And these five specific gifts are designed for the church to help it grow. And so... These, these apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are here to make the body complete. To make the body of Christ complete so that ministry can be done. So that the body will be built up so that we can encourage each other. We'll be on the right track. Uh, we'll be growing up. And they help free the parts of the body that are unhealthy. And so that each member of the body can do its part and carry the load of the body, the church. So that's what the purpose of those are. And I don't have time to run in through the details of all of these gifts and what they look like and and all of that, but I'll share that in the next one. Um But let me give you one last point and then I'll I'll end. The last thing I want to say is that uh that if you look in Ephesians 4, it says uh, that we are to grow up in every way into him, talking about Jesus, who is the head, into Christ. So when it comes to the, to spiritual gifts and to the body of Christ, to the members of the body of Christ, each member, each person is a member. And we all make up the body of Christ just like a physical body has many, many parts. And we all make up the body. Not one part is out of the body um, and not one part... Um, ...makes up the body, but the body is made of many different parts, and each part put together makes up the body. So, but but every part uh, is all dictated and controlled by the mind, and the mind is in the head, and Christ is the head of the body. So, he dictates where the church goes, what the church does. He is the leader. So, it isn't a man... That leads and guides the church. Yes, we have pastors and we have leaders and deacons and things. um, But I'm talking about as far as the global church uh, is is concerned. um, The church worldwide, the church with a capital C. um, No man or group of men are in charge of the direction of the church. That is Christ. Christ gave us the Great Commission in Matthew 28. And he is the one that speaks to every member of the body of Christ and directs us to where we're supposed to go. So, you know, not one person, not even the Pope, uh, is in charge of the body of Christ and the direction of the body of Christ. We're all directed and led and guided by the head who is Christ. So... Yeah, that's that's how it works. And again, the gifts are tools that build up the body of Christ to make each part healthy and strong. And they enable the church to thrive and be impactful in the world. They are crucial for the church to accomplish its purpose. When I think of the church and the members of the church, I think of, like a beautiful painting, a beautiful piece of artwork, or like a beautiful mosaic, or or you know, just some piece of art that is so detailed and intricate and has many moving parts, and um, you know one part alone doesn't look that spectacular. It doesn't look that good alone. It might have one shade of color, and you know it's kind of plain. It might be a gray or just just a regular like baby blue, or whatever. But when the artist starts putting all the pieces in the exact spots that he wants them to be, you realize the big picture, and then it makes it complete and it makes it awesome, and that's how I think of the body of Christ. It's just um, you know, we're his artwork, and it is uh, it's just amazing how God works and what God is doing uh, through the church, and so that is part one. Of the spiritual gifts this is the intro to the gifts and next week part two is the functions of the gifts and so I'm going to get into a little more detail as to what the gifts look like and what their functions are and so I hope you enjoyed this uh, if you enjoyed it and you got something from it feel free to, to share it with a friend a family member a friend and um, yeah join me next week as we get to part two, the functions of the gifts. Thanks for listening.